0: to Manage Freedom by Barbara Smith. One of the extraordinary things about the majestic elephant is that they have a large temporal lobe in their huge brains, therefore they have exceptional memories. It is said that if you train an elephant when it is young by chaining it to a post, when it gets older and becomes an adult even though it can break the chain because of its strength, it does not. It stays right in the place where it is told to because memory recall tells them that they are restricted to that area. Other animals are trainable as well. For example, the canine units of the police force train German shepherds to be police officers. The younger they start, the more successful the training will be, since they learn by repetition and rewards for positive behavior. The most important aspect of the police dog training is obedience. Dogs, as pets, can also be trained very well by repetition, commands, and rewards. Of course, the success may vary by breed our english master learned her territory very quickly by us walking the perimeter of our property with her a few times a day for a few weeks we do not have a physical or electric fence yet she knows where her boundaries are there are some confinements meant to keep us in and some to keep us out for instance fences are built to keep our children safe when they are little and meant to keep strangers out we would not allow our children to leave the yard due to our house being on a street that had quite a bit of traffic on a small hill that would obscure oncoming vehicles until they were right on you Therefore, the kids had to play in the backyard so they could always be seen by a parent out the back window for their safety. This was not done as a punishment, though they thought the restrictions were not fair as they got older. We had quite a large area for them to ride their bikes in but they still wanted to venture out into the neighborhood most of the time the rules were obeyed but when they were not there were consequences to their adverse actions such as a spanking in those days or a time out as a part of the teaching process letting a child run free without limitations is reckless freedom because they do not have the capacity to make sound decisions and do not know yet how to handle freedom once upon a time i had a little bird i was about nine or ten years old it was a small yellow budgie and i kept it in a cage fed it cared for it indoors most of the time i am not sure why on this particular day when i was outside i took the bird-cage out with me not thinking clearly or thinking as a child, I opened the cage to give the bird some water. When I did, seeing its chance for freedom, it flew out. However, it did not fly very far and landed on the ground because it was not used to flying after living in a cage all its life. At that moment is when the neighbor's cat saw his opportunity and snatched my bird and ran away with it, with me, of course, hollering after it like a banshee Indian. That was the end of cute Mr. Budgie. He did not realize, realized that the cage was for his protection and that his bread was buttered daily and shelter was provided from the elements. In keeping with the bird stories and in contrast to the latter, when I was around five or six years old, we had a colorful group of small birds who lived in a large cage that was built onto the end of our front wraparound porch. This was in a different home. They were kept as outdoor pets therefore did not have the warm comforts of a home though the cage was big enough for them to fly around in one year there was a huge freeze and though we had left the cage open that night because my parents knew of the coming weather forecast we found them all dead in the morning rigor mortis had already set in because they did not fly away to a warmer environment, though they could have. In their minds, they were held captive by their cage. We have two children who work in a prison in the state we live in. They have many stories to tell, some heartwarming and some unbelievably incredible and horrifying. There are a multiplicity of things that can go on in a prison, but one thing you can note is that there are many who are second, third, and possibly fourth time offenders. We might say from the outside looking in that so often the story goes that they do their time for the crime, possibly get out early for good behavior, but once they are out weeks, months, or maybe a couple of years, they find themselves right back in the same predicament they were in before, doing the same deeds and repeating the same cycle, which of course holds the same punishment and consequences. Questions that could be posed are, are they just too ignorant to learn a new way of living? Are they content with their way of living do they know how to live a different way do they know what to do with their freedom it is said that if a child is fed clothed warm has shelter and is loved there's really no reason for a child to wander off or run away it is when something at first comes into their lives that they decide they want to run away the same thing goes for those who commit suicide It is not that there is no better way and that there is no solution to their problems but they cannot see it happening for themselves they cannot see the way out of course some try harder than others but the end is the same when convicts get out of jail and go back to their former lifestyles they may be going into greater despair than what they're leaving Spiritual depravity is everywhere not just behind bars when they go back to their homes that are filthy or there is no one who cares there or no one at all to talk to or turn to or the ones that are there are always fighting, bickering back and forth, and complaining or screaming or having knockout dragouts. is not a place of peace. It is hard to imagine, but in their minds they perceive that they have more peace in the prison than what they have as a free person. Though it was just a forced quiet by guards and bars 24 hours a day, nonetheless it was a semblance of peace. Often prisoners who are released get out of prison and cannot find a job because they are a felon. Therefore, they cannot make money to feed themselves they often become homeless living on the streets they begin to think back to the time when they had three squares and a cot they were warm in the winter and cool in the summer had company to talk to a library to go to and television time they will do something illegal and blatantly commit another crime just to be able to go back into captivity because they do not know how to handle freedom when you have freedom it means you can walk away from the situation that is confronting you for instance the anger the fighting the cursing but they do not realize this concept they are free physically but they have not embraced it mentally emotionally psychologically and spiritually Someone that is free has a choice of any job they want to apply for. If you are not able to get a corporate job because of prior felonies or issues, you have the freedom to do community service, do yard work, odd jobs for people, or many things that will not require you to give up your personal information. Freedom is the ability to go back to school and further education once you gain some work experience and have education you are more apt to be hired in the job that you desire this holds true for all of us who have or have not had past failures however this is a choice you make, just as you can make the decision to commit another crime and once again lose your freedom we have the freedom of speech and choice in our country but many do not know how to handle these freedoms the scripture admonishes us in our spiritual walk with the lord seen in galatians five one thirteen and fourteen stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith christ has made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty only. Use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. This analogy is correlating the physical with our spiritual lives. Just because you have the freedom, occasion, and ability to commit a crime or return to sin, should we? This would not be a good decision, because there will always be consequences to our actions, which will affect not only ourselves, but everyone around us. In 1 Corinthians 10:23, Paul says, All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. Have you ever read a book about or seen a movie about a person who is wanting a do-over? In trying to change their history, the problem is that if one event is changed, everything else going forward changes also. For instance, if you didn't get married to the man you are married to now, then you would not have the kids that you have today. You may be married to someone else and have kids, but they would not be the same. You then might not live at the same place, which would also make all the subsequent events different as well. They may not all be bad, but they will be different. These people want to change history because they are not happy or content with their lives. They may not be in a physical prison, but they may have invisible chains on their hearts and minds. This spiritual bondage must be broken, just as a physical crime must be paid for, behind bars before the offender can be free once again. When you leave a physical prison, you must tell yourself and keep in mind that your debt has been paid. You no longer owe society for that crime that you committed and have just paid for. You are free physically and must allow yourself to be free emotionally, mentally, and spiritually because you did the crime and you paid in time. The price of our spiritual freedom has already been paid for by Jesus on the cross of Calvary. We obtain the spiritual freedom by the power of the Holy Ghost that sets us free. John 8:36 states, If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Jesus wants us to be free. However, the key is being able to accept the gift that is being offered to us. We would not go to our own birthday party carrying cash to bid on presents that people have bought for us. We don't bid on the presents we can afford and pay for or those who will accept our offer for their gift. The definition of the word gift is it is something that has been bought for you and would be yours at no cost. This is what Scripture tells us in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Acts 2.38 states, Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost in romans five seventeen and eighteen for if by one man's offence death reigned by one much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one jesus christ therefore as by the offence of one judgment came unto all to condemnation even so by the righteousness of one the free gift came unto all unto justification of life and james one seventeen states every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights with whom is no variableness neither shadow of turning there is no reason for us to continue going back and trying to pay for the same debt again and again. After all, you would not go into a store, purchase something, and leave, only to turn around, go back into the store, and pay for the same item again. The words of Jesus on the cross in John 19:30 were, It is finished we must move forward and seek to do good living the life that we were created to live the power of god can break the chains that we have holding us hostage many who are held in bondage to addictions and have lived most of their lives in and out of rehabilitation centers never achieving their goal of freedom from the bondage of addictions need the power of god oftentimes they struggle because it has become their identity They do not know how to handle freedom. They would not know who they were if they were free. The good news of the Gospel is that the Holy Ghost can make them a new creature in Christ Jesus. Baptism in Jesus' name will give them a new identity. There are those who would rather remain in bondage with vagabonds as their bedfellows than have freedom and be alone. However, with the Lord you gain a new life and a new family ephesians four one through six states with all lowliness and meekness with the long-suffering forbearing one another in love endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace there is one body and one spirit even as ye are called in one hope of your calling one lord one faith one baptism one God and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. Colossians 3.15 says, Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Jesus said in Mark 3.35, For whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister and mother another word for the gift of god that we receive for salvation freedom family and hope is grace this is a gift it is unmerited favor we receive favor freedom and life that we did not deserve or earn but that was paid for us by the blood of jesus titus 2:11 through 14 exhorts us For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God, even our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works." we must accept our freedom not abuse it but learn how to handle it wisely not as an occasion to offend others but we should live so that god could receive glory from our restoration there is no shame in enjoying freedom but only in being foolish and mishandling it proverbs twenty six eleven says as a dog returns to his vomit so a fool returns to his folly one more verse to close by is romans twelve eleven through nineteen which admonishes us bless them which persecute you bless and curse not rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep be of the same mind toward another mind not high things but condescend to men of low estate be not wise in your own conceits recompense to no man evil for evil provide things honest in the sight of all men if it be possible as much as lieth in you live peaceably with all men dearly beloved avenge not yourselves but rather give place unto wrath for it is written vengeance is mine i will repay saith the lord let him break your chains today whatever they may be embrace and enjoy your freedom it's a-